Hey guys, welcome to F1 in the Sun with your hosts, McKenna, Joe, and Zach. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to F1 in the Sun Friday night of the season finale. I am your host, Zach, and with me is McKenna. Hello. And Joe. Hello there. Season finale, guys. Last race of the year. Yes. No. It's, it's a sad moment. It well. is for some, not for others. Yeah. I, I will just preface this podcast is uh, my energy today might be a little low. We're all dead. Had mm-hmm. a very, very long day today. Yes. So uh, just an FYI. Sunday will be more energy, though. Yes. Or Monday, whatever. Our, our, our last... How do we want to word this? Our last race of the year in-season podcast. Yeah, because we're not ending here, folks. No, this we will continue on. Yes, with things and stuff. Yeah, lots of things and lots of stuff. Yeah, I feel like we should about subjects. We should do like a, a year-end kind of like wrap-up of the season. Our yeah, highlights. We're gonna. Not so great highlights. Next, how week, many wrong predictions we got? Next, <laughs> yeah. next weekend we're gonna we'll wrap die. up the season because obviously we started during the season. We didn't start at the beginning. No, we started at the uh, Canadian Grand Prix. Exactly. So we're gonna go over the entire season. Yep. Do the ones we missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as I said, your season finale in the beautiful Abu Dhabi. I will say. I do love that racetrack. It's beautiful. I don't know how I feel about the new layout. Because they cut a few chicanes, didn't they? They cut a chicane and made it a straight into a left hand, a left bank. Mm-hmm. So um, McKenna might not know what we're talking about because this happened. No idea. Did this happen last year or yeah. this year? Last year. Last year. So 22 was the first year with this adaptation. Yes. So the last race that we had on the track that I love was 2021. <laughs> and we all know what happened there. Yuki Tsunoda got fourth place. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the TFD DNF. Those are the most memorable moments of that Grand Prix. Well, anyway. Um, so yeah, I, I still love this track. Um, but moving into... We're going to go over some practice. Mm-hmm. I know usually we don't go over practice, but at this point in time, practice happened before it did. the recording. Um, so the number one story I want to point out there is we had 10 reserve drivers in FP1. Yeah, all the teams sort of forgot to do it throughout the year. Yeah. So so essentially, McKenna, to, to, to explain it, is every team's reserve driver has to drive at least twice. Mm-hmm. In a practice, mm-hmm. I knew this. They, Mi- minimum. Yeah, but they have. They can't have driven an F one car I, either before or during an actual like Grand Prix weekend. Yeah, um, is my understanding of the rules. Yes. So like um, Liam Lawson could have done it before, can't do it now. Yeah. For an easy example. Yes. So going over some of the people that we saw, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm going to mispronounce these names. We had Theo Poucher. 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 This is not the Daniel Ricciardo thing again. No, but I remember when we uh, watched F2 and it was Poucher. Yeah. He is the reigning champion of F2, by the way. Yeah, I think he... He drove in place of Zhou Guanyu. 
Yes, and I think he did very well this yes. weekend. Um, we had Oliver Behrman drive the Haas in place of Hulkenberg. Did he crash? No. That's plus. Foreshadow, though. Um, <laughs> we had the man with one of the greatest first first names ever. We had Zach O'Sullivan drive oh, for the Williams. Man. Okay, settle down. We had him drive for the Williams. We had Frederick Vesey drive for Mercedes in place of Lewis Hamilton. Had Isaac Hadjar drive for Red Bull. I believe he drove in place of Perez. Did did we have two? Yeah, we had two. For Red Bull? Okay. Yeah. Um, Felipe Drogovic drove for Aston Martin in place of Alonso. I feel like we've heard that name before with we other things, but I can't remember. He's been really good in F2. Is it just F2? Yeah. Um, I thought we I had. believe he might have done a... Well, he was... Oh, I believe he was supposed. To, he was the one who was yeah. supposed to race for Lance at the beginning of the season when he broke his wrist, and again when he had another accident. Yes, but yeah. he ended or up Felt didn't. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. that's what we know. Yeah, uh, Jake Dennis drove for Red Bull Racing as well. We had Robert Schwartzman in place of Leclerc in the Ferrari. We've heard his name. At least I have. I think I have. I can't place it, but yes. The other amazing first name, Pato Award. His what? first name is Pato, and his last name is Award. Pato Award. <laughs> he drove in place of Norris. Um, I love that name. <laughs> it, it's very... Pato Award. Like, it's two O's. Back to back. left field. Right? You wouldn't have uh, thought about it. Yeah, and then we had Jack Duhan. Oh, that's a boring name. Drive for Esteban Ocon. So those were your ten reserve drivers in FP FP one. The uh, I have to say, out of these ten, I'm not hearing any that sound great from announcers. Felipe Drogovic. Drogovic down the inside. That, that's true. That that would that might be the only good name. That and Pucher. It. I I feel like if you know, he's it's Sunday. He he's P one. There's a sprint down to the first corner, and they're like, "Pacheco goes for it." Or you, you just or Frederick Vesey, because I believe the T is silent in his name, in his last name. It's spelled V E S T I. I believe the T is silent. I feel like I'd just giggle. Like, Vesey down the corner. Exactly, like Pacheco. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Point proven. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see come end of 2024. Yeah. A lot of contracts are up. Um, but results of FP1, you had George Russell in P1, mm-hmm. Filip- Felipe Drogovic, P2, and Daniel Ricardo P3. I love Danny Rick. Those are your top three in FP1. So. No, that means anything really, but yes. No. But I, you know, I, I like this that, you know, teams have to let the reserve driver drive. Oh, it, it's definitely good. Um, and the fact that most f2 drivers can drive a formula one car yeah good experience for them yes um plus you know we also get like a a sneak peek at the future Mm -hmm. right because these guys are gonna these guys are coming (laughs) they're coming they're gonna get an f1 and we get a we get a little sneak peek towards them yeah we'll uh like i say 2024 will be the big year yes or end of 2024 yeah 
Um, so that was FP1. Moving on to FP2, we had some incidents. We did. We had some incidents. Um, first one, we had Carlos Sainz, who honestly looked like he just lost it. Yeah, uh, I heard in, I think it was the radio and an interview, it was hit a bump um, along with the wind, lost grip and just spun. Yeah. Nothing he could really do. You're just there for the ride. Yeah, so Ferrari's going to have a busy night tonight. They are, for sure. Well, they, they're having a busy night tonight. Poor Carlos. Yeah. Just like double hitter, just it's not getting it. Just... Eh? Bad luck and arguably not his fault. No. Yeah, it's just absolutely. It's the way. It's the way it goes. It just seems it's the way Ferrari goes. Yeah. Yeah. To be entirely honest with you. Yeah, he went on like he went on the radio and he was talking about the dirty air from the car in front because mm-hmm. I believe he was getting a distant tow. Um, yeah, I from, can't remember. Who I can't remember who the car was. I think it was a blue one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he just he ended up. Hitting a bump and out he went. Yep. Yeet. Um, the second incident was Nico Hulkenberg. He, as well, he, he just kind of got on the curb and just lost it. At least with him, we can also just blame it on it being a Haas. <laughs> I mean, you could say the same thing about Carlos. It's a Ferrari. Look yeah. at Ferrari over the last two you, years. You're not wrong. Does ha- Haas have the money, though, to fix that car how are you doing i think they're still recovering from the mick schumacher era (laughs) Uh uh-huh like i hope they're doing Uh, sending my warmest wishes i think yeah i think they're still recovering uh, from the from the mick schumacher era at at this point (laughs) like Haas, get a new title sponsor replace Haas, come up with a cooler name Keep Gunter. Don't ever get rid of him. No. Because and then actually put some money in the team. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Come on. Um. Before we move on to a point that you brought up, Joe, I just want to talk about Max Verstappen in the pits. You, you mean the pit exit? <laughs> that man is waiting for nobody. He uh. If if you guys haven't seen, this isn't um, the first time he's done it either. Um, if you guys are like us, then your TikTok is full of Formula One when it's race weekends. Mm-hmm. And you'll see this everywhere. <laughs> the clip. He decides to go racing. In the pit exit. In the pit exit. And then he gets right up beside a car and the pit lane exit kind of shrinks and he stops. And he's like, yeah, I'm getting blocked. It's not even so much it shrinks. The I believe it was Russell. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I, think, I think he went around Russell and then I think the car that stopped him was Hamilton. But he moved towards the wall. Yeah. The car that blocked him. Yeah, it was it was both Mercedes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so then, yeah, yeah it was it was Lewis. And then there was a, even another moment where the Williams got pushed, like the mechanics pushed the Williams out. Mm-hmm. And Max is like, uh, he has to wait. Don't make him. He gets behind me. Yeah. Like, like Max takes track position <laughs> so seriously in practice, which I love. It's, He's got that killer mentality, twenty four seven. He never, never, never comes to a weekend just thinking, you know, eh, let's just have fun. That P one, it's gonna happen. But he he always has that drive and that ambition for it. Yeah, which, which I I respect one hundred percent. You you can't fault Max for anything he has done. No, with oh okay, 
I'll recreate yeah. that. <laughs> Racing wise. Well, that, no, I can't even say that, that. There was a couple times where there was a couple, we'll say, risky maneuvers. Yes. Back when he was literally a teenager. Yes. <laughs> where, Pretty much before he had his license, too. Yeah. Um, where he was quite aggressive, we'll say. And it's not that he's toned down his aggressiveness. It's he's just gotten smarter about it. And honestly, I think it comes to maturity level. Yeah. Because if you're, you know, 17, 18 years old, you're driving like you don't care. Which, why should you? Dude, I was hypothetically in Mexico street racing at 17 years old. Hypothetically? In Mexico. <laughs> Long way to drive to Mexico. Yeah. We don't condone you? street racing here. Keep it on the tracks. But How many I, days does it take you to get to Mexico, Zach? Um, at the hypothetical speeds I was going, a couple hours. <laughs> really? Wow, that's uh, pretty good. We don't condone. We don't condone street racing. Keep it on the track. Nope, this is not legal information. Do not listen to anything <laughs> we're saying. Um, but yeah, like at seventeen, I was nowhere near the mental maturity and killer instinct of one Max Verstappen. No, so uh, I forgot what kind of rant I was going on. Um, but he's his, done... his willingness to show up and just be on yes. it 24-7. You, you can't put him down for it, especially right. in these last few years. Like, like even look at ever since um, he won the championship, he could have taken a seat, step back. Mm-hmm. He could have been like, you know, I want to keep some money in my bank account when I need to renew my license. This entire year, he could have taken a step back. And still won everything. And still won. Yeah. But he didn't. He's like, oh, I'm 15 seconds ahead? Well, I can probably push that to 20. Exactly. It's You definitely got to commend him for it. Now, I know he gets a lot of hate because he's winning, which is just wrong. Yes. You shouldn't boo anyone. No. Especially if they're on a podium. Yeah. No. I've never understood that. Now, I know a lot of people, and I'm not pointing any fingers to the three of us. Um, have gotten tired of hearing the same national anthems over and over and over. I'm yeah, getting, not pointing any fingers. But I'm getting a, I'm quiet. getting, I'm getting a, <laughs> I'm getting a colorful hand signature, hand sign language from my dear McKenna. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's just dominance. We saw it for seven years with Lewis. Mm-hmm. Now it's Max's era. Exactly. I was not around for Lewis's, so. All I'm saying. It's a good thing we have YouTube because we can go back and watch. Can yeah. Um, super drives. Anyway, we'll get back onto. Uh, well, should we get back onto this weekend? Yes. So you brought it up earlier, and I want to get onto this point. Alpha Tauri. Mm-hmm. I want to start it off by saying thank you, best wishes to the team principal, Franz Tost. I'm going to mispronounce his name. I already know. He's leaving the team after this weekend. Do you know if it was by choice? I don't know. Because I haven't, I haven't really seen much. We'll do some digging. Reasoning, we'll yeah. say around it. Um, but Yuki Sonoda came out with a with I, I don't want to say memorial because that sounds so morbid, but like a like a thank you. Yeah, like a like a thank you helmet. Like a good like send off almost. Like when you're when someone retires at your work, exactly, and you've worked together forever. 
yeah that that sounds like the most appropriate way to put it um but he came out with a helmet of him and franz on the helmet together mm. um i oh, really cool. i really loved it so it's kind of a throwback to his other one from last weekend which yes. actually on his helmet from last weekend mm-hmm. he actually partnered with a startup company in which i believe it is canadian um and that's why it had all like that sort of vibe to it yes because that's what they do yeah so this is his last last weekend with alpha towery mm-hmm. um and on the topic of alpha towery they are going to be alpha towery no more all right so alpha towery is leaving and what I mean by that is they're no longer going to be called Alpha Tower. I Can I just put my two cents in here real quick? All of the names I've heard, <laughs> potentially, they're all rubbish. So the one that I've been hearing the most, and I'm hearing it because I can't remember exactly what the company's called, but a Red Bull, like somewhere in Red Bull, they trademarked this name. Back in September racing bulls which i don't know how i feel about that that's a weird name to me racing bulls i am not a fan like can you say that five times fast for me racing bulls racing bulls racing bulls ra- i'm just gonna call them the bulls raving team. bulls yeah. see raving bulls would be cool racing bulls racing bulls racing bulls race I, because the balls you know if, if the you have if you have it like raving bulls no good delivery could be yeah, I mean, it doesn't even look like from what I've seen. Now, none of this is confirmed, but like some of the concepts I've seen, they're not changing anything. They're just changing the name. Well, it, I've seen silver and blue chrome liberties. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Not a fan. I don't know how. Well, now obviously we have to wait to hear what the team's going to be officially called, but mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that name. It's. It, it needs to grow on me. It needs to grow. It needs to flourish, see how it comes. To be fair, I, I, I was, I've never been a huge fan of just the Alpha Tauri name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I love long, I love Toro Rosso. 100%, along with their liveries. Looked yes. awesome. I just, I loved it. It was simple. It essentially was Red Bull, just in a different language. Yeah. And now, then they go, go to the Alpha, and it's kind of... It's especially annoying because we have two alphas yep. on the team. Uh, one looks significantly better than the other. Mm-hmm. But I really hope, even if the name's rubbish, give us a good livery. Yeah. Please. Yeah, we need we need a good livery. Well, I heard the title sponsor. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be like the title sponsor, Racing Bulls. That's... I don't garbage know, i don't know how it's gonna go and like what title sponsor would it be uh, <laughs> i don't know yet monster racing bulls <laughs> um <laughs> nos racing bulls <laughs> just partner up with another energy drink prime prime racing bulls at least the name kind of works yeah mm-hmm. racing bulls prime no no prime racing bulls yeah yeah, that, that kind of works. But... Logan Paul, KSI, if you're out there listening to this podcast. <laughs> we want royalties. <laughs> I, I will say. Red Bull, we want royalties. 
out of the the few names we've heard go around, because I know originally everyone was thinking it was like Hugo Racing or Hugo Bulls or Hugo Bulls, something like that, right? Yeah. It was all, and that was garbage. garbage too. Yeah. So how do they have all these big companies interested in sponsoring that team, and yet they're all garbage names? I don't know. Somebody creatively up wherever they are is just being lazy. Mm-hmm. Like we could come up with way better names. Yeah. And we're like three randos <laughs> to F1. <laughs> like, they've never heard of us before, but we could do so much better. Okay, McKenna, what would your name be? Since you say well, we could do better. I gotta think about that. It takes time. I came up with the prime racing bowls, so I mean, that's where I'm going with this. Okay, Zach, you got any? Because I, I haven't got anything yet. Like, for a team name? Hmm. But, like, you're taking Alvatari, name them. Can I just put them back to Toro Rosso? No, because that was a sponsorship. Man, I don't know, just... I love Toro Rosso, that was so nice, so simple. Bring it back. It's not very original. Well... He's so predictable. Listen! Not wrong. I can already guess your predictions. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can. Um. Anyway, there moral a... of the story, I don't like racing bulls. It hasn't grown on me yet. There's another team that is changing their names come end of the year. You guys hear about this one too? No. McKenna Spill looks confused. Zach's kind of nodding. Spill the tea, gentlemen. I want to know if we're on the same wavelength, so I'm going to let you go. A red car. I have not heard this. Alfa Romeo. They're not red. They're red. They're ben like livery is red. They're like maroon. It's red and black. Yeah, you say red. What do you think of Ferrari? They ain't changing their name. That's why I got so confused. You're like red. What's the other red car? If you said red and black, I would have been like Alfa Romeo, but you said red. It is red with some black, and it looks amazing. No, that doesn't work, but I have heard of this one. I have not, so spill the tea for the rest of us, Joe. Uh, well, the, rest, the rest of her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alfa Romeo, uh, peacing out at the end of this year. Yeah, they're leaving. They're gone, so it'll just be Salba. Yeah, they're going to be called Salba for one year? Potentially, we don't know yet. Yeah. And then Audi is coming in. Nope, that won't happen until 2026. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm a year ahead. Yeah, sorry, for some reason I thought 2024. We were in 2024. So some, something else might happen in two years? Yeah. In 24 and 25? But come 26, it'll be named Audi. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Good on. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh... You weren't thinking of any other teams, eh? No. No, I wasn't. Okay. You just you threw me when you said red. It is. Um, the way I thought you were going was a look into the future of 2028. That's where I thought you were going. Are we talking Are you about thinking the Andretti? Team? I'm thinking Cadillac Andretti. You know what's mad? This will be a rant for another podcast. But <laughs> I'll give you guys a teaser. So Andretti has been trying to enter Formula 1 for... A decade, it feels like. Yeah, quite a few years. Like he's gotten close a few times. So, 
it's waiting basically on Liberty uh, on F1 Liberty yep. Media and of F1 teams to agree. The FIA are fine with it. They don't care. Get more money for them. Exactly. <laughs> Why so would they say no? They so in order to to become a Formula One team, you have to pay into the pot. Yeah. Um. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta give it, to receive. I can't remember the exact numbers, but it went something. This again, not the actual numbers, but it'll give you perspective. Normally, it's about fifty million, but uh, for Andretti to try and dissuade them from doing it, they bumped it up to two hundred million. Now, again, those are not accurate numbers, but it was a huge jump like that. Yeah. Um, and then he said, "Yet, yeah, no problem. We'll do that." And then they. Uh, wanted a big engine provider. Um, so then he bought the fourth largest car company in the world in Cadillac GMC. Um, and now they're still not wanting to do it. I Like, they have the money, they have the car, they have the engine supplier, yeah. they have the team. What else don't you want for an 11th team? Like, it'll be that much of a difference. I think... I think what's going to have a massive impact on GM getting into this is Ford in 2026. Well, that's the other thing, right? Like, Because this if they come in in 2028, that's two years after Ford has come back to F1. Well, we don't know about 2028. Yeah, that's the thing. I th- that's what I'm saying. I, was like, I think 2026 with Ford is going to play something. Like, it's going to... It's got. It's gonna have some sort of effect on this. Either that, or maybe they'll allow them to come in for twenty twenty six. Yeah, but and then like, we have Ford versus GMC, and then we have Ferrari versus. So the reason I bring this up is because I've fallen in love with this Instagram post, and it is a little snippet of Cadillac on an F one car. Hmm. Tell me that this could potentially not look similar to a Lotus. I have also seen a full rendering of that livery. Oh, not really livery, but yeah. branding. But like, and if, oh, they, if they can get that right. They that, go black and gold. Oh, oh, it gives me Lotus vibes. Yeah. So that's the way I thought you were going to go. We're going to jump back from the future. <laughs> yes. We're going to go from 2028 to 2023. Um, and we're going to get back into Abu Dhabi. Yeah, which we really should have just stuck on. We should have, but, but we get distracted. We get distracted. It's like when you have a cat and you take the laser pointer and the cat just follows it wherever it goes. That's us. And until they can't be bothered anymore, then they go and take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what we are. We are cats with a laser pointer who go until we just want to take a nap. Which, uh... <laughs> I'm at that nap part right now. <laughs> My kid is uh, you at know, the nap part. I was part. thinking the same thing. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to take a break. And then we're going to get into our predictions for the season finale. All right, so we're back. It is prediction time. This is kind of sad because this is the final time this year that we're going to be doing predictions. Yep. It. We do have quite a few predictions to make, though. We do. Because there's a, quite a few things resting on this, uh, on this <laughs> last race. We do. We'll get into the. We'll get into those though after these predictions. We're going. We're going quali. We're going race. Last time this year, and we are starting with my leading lady McKenna. 
qualifying. Who you got? Max P1. Boring. Um. <laughs> Did you just say boring? Yep. <laughs> oh, geez. Or predictable should be another word. I'm gonna do... You can tell we prepare these beforehand. Leclerc P3. You missed a P2. I mean P2, sorry. Oh, jeez Louise. I'm gonna do... Uh, Lando P3. And heck it, Sergio, don't let me down P4. <laughs> you know, I was thinking kind of the exact same thing you just said. <laughs> Alright, Joe? Spice it up. Lando P1. Okay. I hope you're right. Max P2. Okay. Leclerc P3. Okay. And I'll jump on the Checo bandwagon P4. Oh, so we got pairs back to back in P4s. Yeah. And you guys are just riding each other's waves, picking the same drivers. Wait till my race comes up. All right. Now, I did think about these. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about these for the last hour. Okay. And I'm just going to say them and I'm going to set them where they are because if I don't, I'm going to keep debating it. So we're going Max P1. Boring. We're going George Russell P2. Of all the people to get it, he does not deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. We're going Lando P3. Uh huh. And we're going to. Mm, yeah. Alonzo P4. Really? Yeah. No Lewis. I have him slot in five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's how I'm feeling for quality. You know? Mm-hmm. That's that's how I'm feeling. And now we're gonna get into race. Zach, you gotta keep it in mind. You gotta ace this. Oh no, I'm just in order not to lose. I'm I've accepted loss. I've accepted defeat. <laughs> <laughs> I've accepted it. Okay. Um, we're going straight into race, and we're going to start off with me. Okay. Is this I, before you forget them? No. I always go last. Last race of the season, I'm like, fudge it. Let's go first this time. Okay. We're starting with P4. As always. <laughs> it's like, let's do something different for the last race of the season. <laughs> what? Continue. I got Hamilton P4. Mm-hmm. P3. I got Russell. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I'm feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. P2. I got Max. And P1. With his maiden win. Lando Norris. You have faith, then. I got faith in Lando. He had a bad weekend last week. He looked speedy. He just didn't have a good car. And we had that bad accident. Abu Dhabi's going to be different. I feel like we're going to have a papaya on the top step. Okay. That's what I'm going with. Okay. McKenna, you want to follow me up? Yeah. Max P1. I'm going to do... Norris P2, Hamilton P3, and we're going to do 
Oscar Piastri, P4. Interesting. Okay. That's just how I'm feeling. That's what I want to see. So, writers in F1, please make it happen. Just kidding. <laughs> Joe? Lando P1, Lewis P2. Is that as far as you got? <laughs> Am I missing something? Like, well, uh, do you guys have the script for this? Last <laughs> like, no, I just want to uh, be different. No, I just want to confirm something real quick. He wants to copy me in Lando getting his maiden win. What am I not copying for? Oh, no, no, I have a strategy behind this. Okay, well, you and need P three, P four. I know. I just want to make sure I'm not forgetting anyone. Forgetting anyone? I'm just. Did you forget your quality predictions? Lando Max Leclerc Perez. No, I'm just. He's got to do the. Research. I'm just thinking. He's he's getting because I'm going for a strategy here, but I don't want to put someone up there. See, guys, but I, I have to. I try to come into this with my my, my predictions at least seventy five percent locked in. I come in not knowing anything, not seeing yeah. nothing, pulling it straight out of thin air. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to go George Russell Leclerc. Wait, no. George Russell Max. So you have Max finishing P4. Okay, well, I would uh, like to see the script after this. <laughs> see, I'm going for an old British podium. <laughs> an old British podium. Because we got to have the national anthem play. We do. And I mean, if Lando wins, we're going to have the national anthem play. I was just hoping there was a British driver I forgot that wasn't racing, so I didn't have to put George. <laughs> but there isn't, uh, so I had to. Yeah, that's true. Which is depressing. You know, on a totally random note, at work, we were talking about the Vegas Grand Prix after it happened. Mm -hmm. And one of my coworkers asked me, they're like, so are there any Canadians? And I'm like, yeah, Lance Stroll. And he races for Aston Martin. And then he walked away and another one of my coworkers came up and she's like, what about Lewis? And I'm like, yeah, he races too. And she's like, but you only said one Canadian. And I looked at her and I said, Lewis Hamilton is not Canadian. <laughs> she thought Lewis Hamilton was Canadian. <laughs> you work with some unique people. Um... It just shows how little they know about Formula One. But yeah, she thought Lewis Hamilton was Canadian. I was like, nope, he is British. He doesn't even have an accent. Like a Canadian accent. Yeah, I was going to say, he has an accent, just not a Canadian. So. There's nothing to boot him that is Canadian. Eh? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on. Yes. From Zach's terrible. So predictions are locked in. Now this is where it gets interesting because we got some battles. I'm going to propose. P1, hold on. P1 locked up. P2 locked up. P3 locked up. What? P4 in the driver standings. Oh, driver standings, yeah. Max is locked champion, has been for since at Bahrain, essentially. Mm -hmm. Perez finally locked it, which means Lewis is locked in P3. And we have a four-way battle for P4. Yeah, there's a... Well, well technically, a, uh, a, f 
Am I doing math wrong here? It's 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 a technically a four way battle. That, you, that's that's yeah. what I said. I said Is a four. It? I said four. It's been a long day. Yeah. Um. But yeah. We have a four way battle for P four with Leclerc at one hundred and eighty eight points, Lando Norris at one hundred and ninety five, and Carlos Sainz and his hero, his role model, Fernando Alonso at two hundred. Now, obviously, with my predictions, I have Lando Norris locking P4. And I have Lando Norris P1. So we both have Lando locking lock P4. Yeah. So, that leaves us with McKenna. Yep. Who, oh no, never mind. She has Norris locking P4 too. Because I forgot she put him P2. Mm-hmm. Noise. So all of us have Lando Norris locking P4 in the driver's standings. Yeah. Which I think is going to happen. Especially the way his second half of the season has been. If he doesn't, Signs will. You think Signs? Yeah. I would take Alonzo. I would take Alonzo over Signs. No, Signs. Um, but speaking of signs in the Ferrari car, that is the second battle. P2 in the Constructors' Championship. Just four points between them. Four points between P3 Ferrari and P2 Mercedes. Um, I obviously have Mercedes because I have both Mercedes P4 and P3. Ferrari. Oh, you got Ferrari. As much as my predictions don't match it up. Yeah. Um. Can you explain how you have Ferrari when you have both Mercedes on the on the podium? Don't worry about it. Can you can you ex- can you tell me how that math maths? The math works out that last weekend Ferrari had a really good nice livery, so I'm rooting for them now. But they're four points behind, and you have two Mercedes on the podium. Yeah. Can you? Can you explain that math to me? Nope. <laughs> All right. So somehow, Joe is predicting either his podium is wrong or Ferrari's not getting P2. Correct. <laughs> uh, McKenna? Uh, yeah. I have one of those teams. <laughs> <laughs> Who oh. is it going to be? I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. McKenna's going to tell you your, her prediction on Monday morning. It will be. <laughs> it will be the team with the two drivers that comes in at uh, at higher positions than the other team with the two exactly. drivers. Exactly. <laughs> Plot twist: None of the drivers. <laughs> they all DNF. First corner. First lap. <laughs> I want to say Mercedes just because I am a Mercedes gal. At I mean, you do have Hamilton on the podium. Yeah. Taking 15 points. That's my man. So, essentially at that point, I think Russell would have to DNF and Ferrari would have to finish 4-5. But I also have a Ferrari. Yeah. No, no, I you don't, don't remember. I don't know. I guess some people <laughs> and not others. So, we'll just, yeah, sure. Mercedes it is. All right, so we all have Lando, P4. My backup is Alonzo. Joe's backup is Signs. Now, 
if we're uh, looking at the constructors, because there's still lots of points. Oh yeah, there's there's fourth, still so fourth and fifth. Uh, McLaren is currently fourth. Aston Martin is fifth. Uh, between them, there's just on just over ten points. So it's eleven point difference. Uh, between them, so that's still up for grabs. And another potential is anywhere from seventh down to ninth, uh, four, seven, eighth, or ninth, which is the Williams, the Alpha Tauri, and the Alpha Romeo. When you say Williams, you mean Alex Albon. Correct. <laughs> Yes, I do. Perfect. The champ he is. Can I, can I ask a quick question, though? Shoot. Do we get a contract extension this weekend for Logan Sargent? I hope not. After after Vegas? Um, No, because um, Alex Albon has an injury due to carrying the entire weight of the Williams team on his back. So um, get well For a soon. few years now, too. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a reoccurring injury. Yeah. Get well soon. Uh, um... So something else I want to point out, right, is I want to go, I want to dive into the driver standings as well, because we have some battles, and one battle that I want to focus on this weekend. Is it the the Nick DeVries and Logan Sargent? No, it's the Alpines, who are separated by four points. Oh, the Frenchman. Four points. This is my prediction, Zach. They both DNF on the first lap. <laughs> Um, you have Yuki and Valtteri who are separated by three points. You've got Daniel Ricardo and Zhou Guangyu who are tied in points. And if you think about it, right, if Daniel has a top five weekend, he could pass Yuki in points. Potentially. Yeah. So, but yes, if you really want to talk about it, we can talk about the Liam Lawson Logan Sargent battle. Well, Liam Lawson's winning. <laughs> With, like, a quarter of the races raced. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking here. I don't see... There's not that many others. Potentially. Oscar Piastri and Lance Stroll. Yeah. Potentially. Lance Stroll would have to DNF and Piastri's got to put that high. Other way around, but yes. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I'm thinking about Lance and Driver under him. Yeah, you're just not thinking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have some driver battles. We have constructors. I'm kind of... I'm interested to watch Alpha Tower this weekend. Yeah, I think... Like, seven points behind Williams? Because we still haven't... Well, I guess we haven't. We haven't heard about Checo and Daniel. Yeah, um... It's this is kind of Daniel's make or break. Well, it's either he's going to be Alpha racing in the Alpha Tower next year, or he's going to be mm -hmm. racing in a Red Bull next year. Yeah, um, but yeah, Alpha Tower is seven points away from Williams. Sorry, back that up. Alpha Tower is seven points away from the Alex Albon Williams. There you go. There we go. Um. <laughs> And so that's that's doable. Now, if we okay, I just want to do some quick math here. Now I know it's late, so math is going to be hard. So Logan Sargent has what one point? Yes. So Alex is twenty-seven. So yes. he's twenty-seven times better than 
teammate. <laughs> sure. If we go along that logic with Checo and Max. Just <laughs> jeez please. Just just go with me here. <laughs> so Max is what? Three hundred and eighty times better? No, no. He's a little over double his points. So he's he's maybe two times better. Rather than Alex Albon is twenty eight times better. Therefore, Alex back in the Red Bull. You did not. You, that is the that is the most equivalent <laughs> to girl math I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> no, this is called dot tired Joe math, and uh, um, what was that hurt my head? What it makes sense. Um, no, I don't know who that made sense to other than you? But how did that not make any sense? Because you're taking. <laughs> You're taking the points of one. So Alex Avalon has 27 more points than Logan Sargent. And then you're just going to Red Bull instead of saying he's got 200 and something more points. You're saying double. Yeah, because Alex has 27 times the points of Logan. So I'm looking at points comparison between the teammates. But then you think about it and Logan Sargent has one point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. It just did, Zach. No, no, it didn't. That that hurt my head. <laughs> Joe, you hurt my head. Good. That made zero sense. Isn't that funny how Nick DeVries is the only one who hasn't got a point this year? <laughs> Out of 22 drivers? <laughs> Out we, of the best we, odds of the season. We are a 20-grid race. And we have... 22 drivers that took a while to come out of your mouth i know because i was trying to word it properly i didn't want to word it weird it still it kind of right we have 20 drivers on the grid and nick devries is 22nd (laughs) would you guys like to know a fun fact about me uh sure so i set my alarms this is a little off topic but not really i set my alarms last night so that i could wake up on time go to work, all of that fun mm-hmm. stuff. I woke up this morning, none of my alarms had gone off. And I was like, what in the world? Guess what was playing last night? Da, the da, Dutch da, da. No. Da, 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 our da, podcast. And I don't remember turning our podcast on. That's because it's so good, it turned itself on. I was a little scared. Hmm. Now, for some things to go onto our podcast that is more to- F1 topic related. Uh, you guys hear about this whole Christian and Lewis Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton discussion thingy? No, spill the tea. So, um, Christian Horner, I think it was either to a news network or on a podcast. I can't remember which one. Uh, basically said at the start of this year, so 2023, Lewis, uh, someone on Lewis's team had reached out to him inquiring about a drive. Okay. Then Lewis was asked on Thursday whether this be true or false. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lewis said, no, we never reached out. Christian reached out to me and I said, uh... Essentially, kick rocks. Kick rocks and look forward to beating you. 
Yeah. Is and essentially then, the gist. And then Christian Horner came out and said that he doesn't see a scenario where Max and Lewis could ever work together. No, no. And then they came out again and Horner said it was his dad, like Lewis's dad that reached out to him. So it's yep. a lot of he says, she said sort of thing, but I don't get why Christian would say this. It doesn't paint any good media for anyone, really. Mm-mm. Everyone kind of comes out as a loser in this situation. Yeah. And on that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna completely flip this because I want to end on a good note. Now this came out weeks ago. Ah, not weeks ago. Couple couple weeks, Max. So, so we're a little far behind. We are. We haven't touched on it yet. But Joe, you're gonna know where I'm going immediately with this. Her father was a huge influence in my life. Mm. I am a big car guy. This legend, late great legend, Ken Block, yep. was one of the most influential people in my life. And his daughter, Leah Block, has been signed to the Williams F1 Driver Academy for next season. Did you... Uh, now... Um... Apparently, they'll be racing or pre-racing at most of the races that F1 go to. So, we'll be able to yeah. see them race as well. It's really cool. Yes. And it's headed by Susie Wolf? Uh, yes. I believe. Yeah. And I just want to put that out there as well. That Two days ago, Aston Martin signed Tina Houseman to their F1 Academy. Can someone explain to me what F1 Academy is? It's how W Series is, but it's, W Series failed. It's female F1, essentially. Oh, okay. So, to like it, break it down to its most simplest form, it's female racers. And it's to give them a chance to get into Formula 1. Yes. So it's in like the, the open wheel yeah. race car. It's basically an F2 car, I think. Yeah, it's sort of the idea behind yeah, it's, them. Yeah, it's, it's around an F2 car, I believe. F2 or F3. Um... I believe F3 currently has a female driver. Do I could they? I could be mistaken. It's either F2 or F3 has a female driver. I don't think F2 does. No. So my um, But yeah, F1 Academy was created a couple years ago, I think. I think this is the year it's really like, actually starting. Yeah. Or um, 2024 will be the year it's actually starting. McLaren has like that superstar. I can't remember her name. Um, I believe from the Philippines. I couldn't tell you. Um, but I know they have her. And she's young. I think she's like 16, 17. Wow. Like, she is not in her 20s. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, obviously, Leah Block. An amazing driver herself. Oh, it's insane what she can do. Um, Tina Houseman, all this. Like the F1 Academy is just coming up. Yeah, it's going to be very... Give it, Give it three years. Yeah. I reckon we'll have an F1 female driver. Yeah, again. Yes, we won't be the first time. No, we had one back in the 50s, I believe. We covered it before. We did. Um, but yeah, I believe it was the 50s. But yeah, so the, the F1 Academy is just essentially the a way to get women involved in F1. Yeah, it's because otherwise it's... Too much of a pain, I guess. I don't. That's not the right word, but yeah, it's just yeah. I don't. Too much of a process. Yeah, maybe, and that just goes for just trying to get to F one. To be honest, 
Yeah. But this is sort of giving them a helping hand to experience it and do it. Because every team has to sponsor one or two drivers for this. Yeah. Um, which is great. Yeah, it builds the relationships as well. So if they ever get to the point where they want to, they're able to get into F2, F3, F1, mm-hmm. they already have that relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Very way out. Yeah. So, but yeah, we want to end it on a good note. And at that point, we're going to call it. I am excited for this race. This is like a bittersweet moment because I love this race, but I hate that it means the end of another F1 season. I just really hope it's good. Abu Dhabi's always good. Is it? 2021, man. 2021. Yeah, what was 2022? Can you remember anything of it? Uh, yeah, the battle between Perez and Leclerc. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and now we're getting a battle between Norris Sainz, Alonso, Leclerc, Mercedes, and Ferrari. We're gonna have six. We're gonna point. have six battles to watch this weekend. I'm gonna have to go buy more computers and phones just so I can watch all the driver on boards. Zach, don't lie to us. None of us can afford more phones and computers. <laughs> That's true. But hey, sponsorship. There you go. Wants to. There we go. That's um, I hope you guys enjoy this weekend as much as I'm going to. Yeah, it's gonna be. Now. I'm hoping for Epic, but I'm going to keep my expectations realistic. <laughs> realistic, dude. You, you guessed an all-British podium. <laughs> I know what I guessed. Uh, realistic, and then he guesses Max P4. Okay. Yeah, and do you not forget Ferrari is going to overtake Mercedes, even though I have a double <laughs> Mercedes podium? Yeah, um, I'm not even going to go there again. Enjoy the weekend, guys. We will catch you Monday morning. For the- Bye. Oh. You were early, bro. <laughs> I wasn't done. and We were fully unedited. <laughs> we will catch you Monday morning for the final episode oh. of the season. You guys Bye. can tell it's been a day. Bye. Hey everyone, if you liked what we talked about today in our podcast and everything else we'll talk about in the future, the best way to support us is by subscribing to our podcast, both on Spotify and Apple podcast, as well as giving us a five-star review. We do have social media as well. So check us out on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at F1 in the sun. All of the information will be linked in the descriptions of every podcast, as well as in the description of our Apple and Spotify podcasts. And we will see you next week.